Welcome everyone to the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter. It is our quarter episode, our 25th episode. We are at over 5,000 downloads. We are so excited. We are ecstatic. We are feeling gratitude and love and so many different things. And I want to start this episode with a massive thank you to every single person that's taken the time to listen to our episodes, to download our episodes, to send us their feedback and send us our requests for topics. So we thought for our quarter episode, we are going to fulfill one of the oddest requests we've gotten, in my opinion. It is a personal episode. I don't know how I feel about talking about personal stuff in a professional setting, but we're doing it. All the coaches are going to do it. So I'm jumping on the personal bandwagon. So who's moderating? Am I going to moderate, kids? You're I'll moderating. Moderate. All right, I'll moderate. All right, so I'm going to set the timer on here. You know, we're never really that good with the timer, but we're going to be great with this one, I feel. Today's episode, user submitted, is the personal story of how we met our spouses or partners. How do we feel about that, kids? (laughs) Awfully personal. Awfully personal. All right. You're going to hear from your favorite coaches today. We've got Nathan Strom from the Revenue Doctors, Lisa Krause from the Bitch and Beautician, and Nick and Steph Tverdick from the Power Couple USA team. I love how they sing that. Like, yeah, I might sing. Who knows? Can I just sing for this episode? Do I really have to do a personal story? Yes, you do, George. <laughs> yes, we're you doing do. it. You're doing it. All right. Well, I'm going to start then with Nathan Strom. Nathan, tell me your personal. Well, you got to go with me. I thought we were going to go to the Tverdix. Well, why? No. Here, let them hear all of ours so that they can make theirs better. They're really saucy. <laughs> yeah. How did I meet my wife? Well, my my story is a little bit crazy. I was backpacking around the world, um, and I was in South America, and I was in a place called La Paz, Bolivia, and I got mugged, and they stole my passport and uh, everything, my credit cards, passport, everything I had, and I was stuck in Bolivia for a couple of weeks until my parents were able to send stuff over. And it meant that it changed my whole trip. And instead of uh, heading to the top of Brazil and doing the jungle, I bust, well, I flew into Paraguay, bust over the border into the Iguazu Falls, and then caught a 24 hour bus ride up to Rio de Janeiro. And I was with a couple of buddies, and we arrived on a Friday afternoon. And I wanted to go straight to the bar, naturally. I'd had a, had a couple of weeks. Um, and uh, they wanted to go to the beach. So I went up to the ho- hostel bar. We were staying in a place called Mallow Yellow. If any of you have traveled around Rio de Janeiro, it's a popular hostel that's no longer around anymore. I think COVID done it, did it. Um, and little did I know, as I walked up to the bar, that the person serving me at that time would be my future wife. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So we we spent we sort of hit it off at the bar and um we spent five days together in Rio and then we kind of kept in touch for two years and I she moved to New Zealand for a year and then I ended up moving to Canada. So that's kinda that's kinda how, how it went. And how long have you been together now? Um, this was December 5th, 2009 when I met her. Wow. Yeah. So wow. Been, and we got, when did we get married? 
2015 we got I married. you got that right because if she hears this episode, you are in big trouble. <laughs> you are in yeah. big trouble. I think we got married. Yeah, we got married 2015 because my first daughter was born 2016. Yeah. Amazing. That's wow. so cool. Yeah, so it was a, a bit of a crazy story. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it happened. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a pickup line? Did you have a pickup line? Yeah, so my my pickup line. And it's it's been pretty famous with a lot of my friends. It was, um, I'm shit in the sack, but I'm a great cuddler. <laughs> <laughs> and she so, was sold. Yeah, she, She's she like, loved that's it. That's my she man. Loved, yeah, yeah. She's you like, I'm gonna you. confirm this. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it intrigued her. It was it was like, uh, is He's he like, really? Is okay. he really? Yeah. But um, yeah. So apparently, I'm a good cuddler. all right well let's let's have the tavertics top this one but uh, who's gonna who's gonna tell the story are you both gonna tell the story i i want to hear this from steph's perspective oh Oh, i'm i'm gonna tell it too because this is coming from two different angles (laughs) Angles. <laughs> or, yeah, do you, or do you want me to tell it? Either one. No, no. I, I think we should. I think we should. I think we should listen to Steph first. Yes. Me. Yeah. All Come right. on, Steph. <laughs> so I had just moved back to Colorado after living in Santa Monica for ten years, and <laughs> I lived in like this really neat downtown Denver neighborhood. It was called Riverfront Park. And I was walking my 10-pound miniature pincher dog. Her name was Lexi. And I was walking across the park to go get some coffee. And I see this guy. And I still remember what he was wearing, this bright yellow shirt and these cargo shorts. And he was unloading his U-Haul, moving into these condos across the river. And um, he said, (laughs) babe, what would you say? (laughs) sorry i i thought i was muted and i was um so i so i i was moving in about i'm gonna tell the story i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna tell the story oh so so i i was moving in a buddy so i just moved into the same neighborhood that she was in and i'd been there for three nights so i was still unpacking my stuff However, I was uh, uh, living in the apartment with another buddy and his dog. So he pulled up that morning, and uh, I, was, I was moving him in. And on, like, the third load, right, we just got started. And on the third load, uh, I go down, and I turn to the right, and I see this unbelievably gorgeous woman walking, <laughs> down, walking down the sidewalk. There's a river right here, Hans River Front Park. And she was walking her cute little dog, which, by the way, um, just saying that she's a 10-pound miniature pincher is not doing um, my pickup line any justice. (laughs) So she has on this turquoise collar, and she prances, right? So she has this, like, high-step prance thing. It is the most friendly, um, non-aggressive dog you'll ever see. So I, I see her, she's walking towards me. And of course I'm trying to, you know, straighten up. Um, and she comes up and I go, it looks like you got yourself a killer there. 
a little bit. And I reached down and I pet the dog and I go, what are you doing? She goes, I'm going to grab some coffee. She said, do you want to go? I said, yeah. So we just started unloading. We just started unloading my buddy's tra uh, trailer, right? And I go, hold on one second. I run upstairs and I talk to my friend. I'm like, hey, I'm going to have to take a break for like an hour. <laughs> You're like, on just, your own. We, we just started unloading this trailer. I'm like, sorry, buddy. I just met a super fox downstairs and I'm going to go. <laughs> I, I feel like Nick Tverdick is like the, the modern day Fonzie of, uh, yes. yeah, he, he is eh? like, he really is a smooth mover. So the yeah, rest so, is history. How long have you guys been together now? So it was September 6, 2007 is when I first saw Look her. At and, Look at no you. Look at you. No big deal. No big deal. So, so how long were you dating for before like it became official? So this is also funny because if it were up to me, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell this story. <laughs> so within a month I was like, Oh, I am in. And I said, we sh you should be my girlfriend. She's like, Nope. Uh, you were, <laughs> you were Mr. Right now. <laughs> Oh, oh. I was like, damn. Wow. wow. So anyways, of course I'm irresistible. So <laughs> I, so I uh, yeah, obviously we're hanging out all the time, but she just got out of a, a long relationship. So she didn't want to jump into another relationship. I'll, get, I'll give her credit. I was not um, ready to jump into another relationship. Yes. So I might yes. have so, said you were Mr. Right Now. <laughs> So anyways, it took till January 21st, actually, uh, of 2008, to be specific, wow. um, for when I asked her to be my girlfriend, she finally said yes. The fawns. The fawns. Yeah. But I got to say, though, here's the thing. When I met him, I was older than he was, and I always pictured myself with an older, established, like somebody who has their stuff together, and I meet this guy who's younger than I am. And so after we went and had coffee, my girlfriend was visiting me from LA and I came back and I was like, I just met like the hottest guy. I wish I knew somebody younger to set him up with. And but, but still, oh, wow. I know, right? so I had a hard time with the age and, and also I wasn't ready to be in a relationship, but so, we, so you're what? a cradle snatcher, Steph. What? You're a cradle snatcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, my wife, I am. My, my wife's a cradle snatcher too. She is. See? Yeah, yeah. See? She's a whole she's a whole three months older than me, but I I, I let her have let it her every time. Yeah, I let her know. <laughs> There's three months is a long time. <laughs> well, that's very cute. You know, I'm glad that Tavertic won in the end, or else we wouldn't have the power couple on the aesthetic coach's quarter. Mm. Of course the forms won. Of course. All right, all right, Lisa, I know. We've talked a little bit about your personal <laughs> which, which 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 one which one of your engagements are we going to talk about? <laughs> the moment where if Nick was talking, he would say, and if you haven't heard our previous episode, <laughs> we highly recommend you do. Yeah. <laughs> In one of our previous episodes, we talked about your numerous engagements, and but there was the one that won. So let's talk about that. Tell me all about it. So there was the one that won. So. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. 
So uh, it, we we met at a Starbucks, and since you know my history, he um, he, asked, he asked. Oh God, it's so bad. He asked, yeah, like asked if he could buy me a coffee, and you know, of course, I looked up and said, "Hey, sugar nuts, I steal souls. Are you in?" did you really i was like oh. oh my god that's amazing <laughs> you're like you are wicked and no wonder you have so many exes you <laughs> you steal souls is right no we met we met on tinder uh when tinder was brand new it was um tinder i think started 2012 or something and we met in 2014 and so we met online and um, I thought he was catfishing me because he kept sending me multiple pictures of different people. And and so I was just I said to my girlfriends, I was like, I, I think I don't even know if this guy's real. Like, obviously, he's somebody, but I don't think he is this person. And so I was really cautious at first. And he had asked me to come see some he that uh, sang in a band and so asked me to come see a couple of his gigs. But the two times he had asked, the first two times he had asked me out, uh, one time I had a, a prior work thing I had to go to. And the other time I had to color my hair. I was not going to meet this guy because my roots are white. And so I was like, there's no way I was going to meet him without freshly colored hair because it had gone on and we had chatted. And so I was interested and did want to meet him. And so it was going to, I almost lost out because it was a three strikes He was like, okay, I'm going to ask her one more time to go for coffee. So we did end up going to Starbucks and our one hour coffee date turned into a five hour coffee date. Mm. And yeah, it was lovely. And then we had date number two. And um, like, I didn't even know if he actually liked me. Like there was no, you know, it was like, am I, is, are we, are we friends? Am I friend zoned here? And so it was, uh, yeah, we kind of, you know, hung out for the third time and I was like, okay, like, there's flirting, but there's no nothing. And then, and then it was more me saying like, Hey, so, um, so where, uh, what, what are we doing? What are we, uh, you know, where's this, where's this going? And, uh, usually I wasn't the one in that position, but I really liked him and he was a total stone cold Fox and he wasn't catfishing me. So I was like, let's do this. And so it, that is our, how we met and we've been together eight years and, um, eventually going to get married and been engaged for, I think three years. Um, you know, just making sure. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And he he still puts up with me. And so, yeah, so we're, we're going to tie the knot sometime. The kids keep asking, uh, he's got 12 year old twins, which I love, love, love. And, um, they, they ask almost every time we have supper together. Uh, so we're going to, we're going to figure that out. COVID kind of slowed that down. Obviously his family is all in us. And so, we're gonna figure it out. I know some uh, really good MCs. If you need MCs, for amazing. Oh. Yeah. There's these guys. Called, there's these guys called the Revenue Doctors. I don't know if you've heard of them. Well, you know what? I've heard of them, and they're a pretty big deal. Couple of legends. I don't know if they'd be available to come and do that. I don't even know what to consider. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I could get you a good good price for them anyway. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, look at you guys all in love and stuff. Right? George. Come on, George. Come on, George. It was, uh, it was 2009, um, and uh, I, I got a call that uh, somebody had an 
you know, a, a puppy that was abused and, uh, Oh, sorry. You mean about my partner, not about honey. The <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where this was going. <laughs> okay, so well, let, this one is actually a pretty good story because, um, uh, well, first of all, he's sitting in the room and listening to me. So <laughs> I got to make that clear. But it was it was 2015. It was my hot girl summer. Like I was looking so good, and it was. <laughs> It was going to be my big up, my big ho summer. Like I was going on vacation for five weeks and I was going to live it up like I was a 20 year old boy, like just going to do everything I've ever wanted to do. And of course, you know, I built this whole scenario up in my head about how it's going to be the wildest summer of my entire life. And um, I'm in Athens and it's the the first night I go out in Athens. I've gone out with a very good friend of mine that lives there. And there's this dog that keeps. Uh, we go to a restaurant, sorry. And we this dog keeps coming up and standing up on my high, on my thigh, and is like begging me for food for my plate. Now, being Canadian, you know, I I wanted to make sure that it was okay to give this dog food because I understood that the dog belonged to the next table, right? So I look over to ask them if I can give the dog a piece of chicken, and sitting at the head of the table um, was Elisios, and he smiled. And I turned around to the person I was sitting with and I said, oh, fuck. And she goes, what? And I go, that's the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Wow. Wow. It was the first words that came out of my mouth. It was like a double-edged sword. That's why I said, oh, fuck first. And then that's the person. I (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Because I knew it was going to ruin my hot girl summer because that was, that was every single path in my life led me to that moment. And it was, uh, it's a crazy story. Some, you know, it just, it, that night didn't work out the way it was supposed to. Um, he ended up ignoring me because he thought I was with someone else that was just a friend. And a couple days later, um, the magic of Facebook or now called Meta, I guess, he showed up on people you may know. And oh, I was like, wow. Screw this. I'm not going to let this get away from me. I'm going to get that. And I sent a friend request and I messaged and I found out he worked at a bar and I showed up at the bar the night, and five minutes into showing up, we were making out, and the rest is history. Wow! Wow! So you, so you chased it hard, George. He ruined my hot girl summer. I was not going to let that one go. Wow! <laughs> I was Worth not going to let that one go. So Worth we've been it. together now, uh, married. We're going on six years, and I've uh, been together seven. Wow! That's so cool. I love yeah, he's, it. He's in constant competition with the dog, but that's okay. Nick felt that way when we met. He was in constant, constant oh, competition I, with the dog. When when we I, met for years. Jeez. For years. I tell him, and this is probably what you know you said to Nick. I you know, the dog is the love of my life, but the dog's got a shorter lifespan, and you come a close second. So hey. <laughs> You're going to get that point. You're going to get that thought. Be patient. So is it safe to say out of all of us, it was almost love at first sight? I think it was for all of us, wasn't it? It, Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was. Yeah, for me, I remember turning around to my buddies after I met Zuza, after they came back from the beach, and I said, I think I've met the girl I'm going to marry. I actually did say that. And they were like, what? Because they knew who I was before I met Zuza. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's um love is a is a great thing and you know what 
I, I'll, I'll, I'll say why we, we chose off camera to pick this episode. I mean, as our quarter episode, you know, we, we all work extremely hard and um, Nick and Steph are doing something that is not as common. And when I say not as common is that they work together successfully uh, my my husband and I, we have a production company that we work together, and it's very, very difficult. But beyond that, this line of work, at least I can speak for myself, Nathan and Lisa, and Nick and Steph in separate terms, takes us a lot away from our homes and our partners. And I think that the underlying reason we wanted to do this episode is to show gratitude to the people we we spend our personal lives with and we shape our homes with, mm-hmm. because it requires a lot of understanding to be in this line of work, to be an entrepreneur, to be gone, I don't know how many weekends of the year and to be working days straight without any days off so that we can do what we are passionate about and what we love and that can give us the freedoms to enjoy the time we do with, get with our partners um, together to make it extra special. So uh, much well, love well, to all of our can partners. I, can, I say something? can I say something? If Steph allows you to. If Steph allows you, please do. Yeah, I hear this. You know how I always say that she runs the show and I run around in it. Hey, that's true. (laughs) But without a doubt, without her love and support, I could nowhere close to be who I am today, where the business is today, or any of that. I I say a lot of jokes and things like that, but she's always made me feel spectacularly important and things like that. Lexi was an amazing dog. (laughs) <laughs> but um, it is very, very hard to do. So thank you for saying that, George. But without totally. and that support, we wouldn't be here. No, we wouldn't. And same for me, too. You know, Nick and I both bring different things to the relationship and the table, and we couldn't do it without the other. And I think, I think that kind of relationship also falls into our professional relationships. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, Nathan and I, we are, we are married to, to each other in a professional mm-hmm. way. And we spent a lot of time together. We spent a lot of time on the phone because he calls me every five minutes. We, 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 <laughs> we, we share our dog together. We share our three kids together. We share yeah. our partners together. And, you know, there's a lot of love there and it it requires great relationships at home and great understanding to be able to continue to do what we want to do and to stay motivated, which was that our last episode was about for a lot of us that are that are on the road and doing this line of work. We need that motivation from our personal lives when the successes aren't always right in front of our face. Right. We don't always get to cherishing the success because we're chasing the next one. And then we look back and we're like, oh, wow, that was really good. We did really well there and we hadn't even noticed. So um, it's really important. And, you know, in a cheesy way, I feel that way about you guys all now. Yeah. I you know. know. This is our partnership too. And, and us coaches, we need, uh, we need our coaching support. So it's nice that when we reach out to each other and we can help each other in any way we can. And I hope that everyone out there listening feels the same way. We love your user submitted episodes. This one was a little bit different for us um, as being a personal episode, but I think it's important. I hope it makes everyone look at their personal lives at home because the best way to be successful in business and the best way to be successful as what you do is to personally be okay when you walk into that professional setting every day. And that stems from your personal life, whether you are solo or driving with it with a partner or someone you're dating or professional partner or children or dogs or whatever that may be, or really great neighbor that makes you smile every day. Those relationships are what really grow business. And please don't ever forget that. Sometimes we find it with our employees. 
you know, and um, we want to thank you all for listening to the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter episode. episode, 5,000 downloads. We promise you there are big things coming in the next few months from the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter. And the only way to find out about them is to make sure that you listen to every single episode. In fact, I want you to be daring. I want you to be wild. I want you to be naughty. I want you to cheat on Apple Podcasts with Spotify. Download and listen to it from both. Listen to the same episode twice. You can listen to it three times. I ain't going to tell on you. And if you have a little crush on us and you want to send us a message, please do so. You can find Nathan Strom at Nathan Strom on Instagram. And of course, his professional business one at The Revenue Doctors, where you can find both of us. You'll get Lisa Krause at The Bitchin' Beautician. You will get Nick and Steph Tverdick, hopefully on one Instagram, coming at you very soon. Nick Tverdick and at Steph Tverdick. You'll find me at the skin underscore skin underscore guy. And we will answer every single message you put out there. We love hearing your reviews of the episode. So send us, we love sharing them with people too. We want to boast the fact that you are taking the time to grow your business and are listening to us. And we'd love to come be in one of your clinics. If you're looking to hire a coach, if you just want to be heard, if you want to book an exploratory (laughs) meeting with any of us, we would love to hear from you. That's all you got to do. In the meantime, keep listening to the episodes. All 25 are gold nuggets, as my friends say here, or pearls. What do you guys say? What are those little things you call them? Gold. Now, legendary. Gold. gold. <laughs> legendary. Legendary. Diamond. Whatever you want. Neiman Marcus. Go for it. All right? Thank you, everyone, for listening. We're coming at you with another 25 episodes very soon, weekly. Just stay tuned. Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs>